Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We've got a great show coming up for you. The gambling industry in Canada changed forever on April 4th. Our neighbors to the north now can enjoy sports betting, mobile sports betting, online casinos, and online poker. It's one of the biggest gambling expansions we've seen in a while. Our guest coming up will tell us all you need to know about gambling in Canada. I'm going to be talking with returning guest Paul Burns, who is the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Canadian gaming. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-308-8291 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-308-8291. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-308-8291. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. It's getting warmer outside, and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 
$50 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT 7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at PartyPoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. April 4th was an incredible day if you're a gambler in Canada. Sports betting, online casinos, online poker, if you enjoy those activities, Canada just became heaven on earth. The expansion of gambling in Canada has just been amazing, and we're going to talk to a person who helped make that happen. On the line, we have the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, Paul Burns. Paul, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. Uh, again, congratulations. As I said, April 4th was just incredible for the Canadian gambling industry. I mean, you, mobile sports betting, online casinos, online poker is now offered. Uh, take us back to April 4th. What went live? Where did it go live? I mean, give us your impressions of what that day was like. Well, it was, it was uh, a great day to finally have happen. Because um, as you know, the, the Ontario, Canada in mm-hmm. particular, was home for a very large gray market, um, you know, about a billion dollars a year in GGR leaving Canada to offshore online operators, uh, about half of that from the province of Ontario. Uh, and so, you know, we, four years ago, the province of Ontario started the discussions about looking at options to create a regulated market for online gaming. Mm-hmm. As the largest province, most population uh, within and the it would be the fifth largest jurisdiction in North America when you compare it to the U.S. states. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided to move forward, and in a fairly, by government standards, three years in short order, got did a lot of great work and got the regulatory framework set up, um, the revenue share model uh, created, and we saw the first day 12 uh, companies with 17 sites uh, enter the market. Uh, we're going to get more uh, and then days and weeks and months ahead, mm-hmm. um, I think now there's um, in the mid twenties of operators have now been uh, registered, and there's more added every day. There's probably close to you know sixty, seventy suppliers in the queue. Um, they even got applications last week wow. before okay. the deadline. So um, because they said to everybody, if your your applications in before April four, you can stay in the market and transition in. Uh, if you don't do that, you'll be deemed a legal operator and take your chances. So um, there's been a great take-up, and uh, I suspect somewhere closer to 40 uh, by the end of uh, closer to probably next fall will be in the marketplace in Ontario. We'll see how everybody does. But it was a great sort of wall to get over to get in uh, to the market because uh, now it started. Now it's really, you know, it's – the operators and their offer, the consumers mm-hmm. will decide, yeah. um, you know, what they like and what they don't like, and hopefully, it's a healthy competitive market. 
Give us a little overview of the gambling industry in Canada. I mean, you mentioned provinces. I mean, in the U.S., the individual states here regulate the gambling within their borders. Is that what it's like in Canada? The province regulate gaming within their territory, right? They do, and that's why, you know, we the, it, there's a, the gaming is, is the overarching laws are in, in the federal criminal code. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of backwards because it says all gaming is illegal unless it's conducted and managed by the provincial government or their agents. And it's that last line about conduct and manage that's been interpreted six, seven different ways by the provinces. <laughs> they, um, they're free to do how they, what they wish to do. They regulate within their jurisdiction. So Ontario was and has a, is the first jurisdiction to create a regulated marketplace. Mm-hmm. And we want to see, we'd like to see more uh, jurisdictions uh, look at the uh, a regulatory model, okay, and and not and just like in the U.S., it, not everybody's going to be the same. Sure. Ontario took a step of being an open license model; anybody can come and apply. I mean, that's a unique to North America right now, mm-hmm. and and I think that's uh, will that work everywhere? It may not. Uh, for some, it may be the best option. For others, they may choose uh, a more tethered model. They may choose a limited number of licenses. Um, Ontario does represent about 40, 45% of the Canadian population. It's the biggest province, mm-hmm. um, unique in that regard. And so that may work for them. And others are going to have to, we want them to take a look at the, at the, at the opportunity now, uh, to say what you can do because they do a lot of complaining about the gray market, but they don't do anything to solve it. Okay. <laughs> and we finally had a jurisdiction that said, yes, yeah, solve it because we want to get, you know, a bit of a level playing field for the industry. The casino operators in Ontario. Um, wanted to enter the online gaming market uh, and extend their brands. Uh, the province still has some work to do to make sure that that platform is truly level, uh, and there's work to be done still, and they recognize that. But they, you know, that's the way the industry is going. We want to mm-hmm. be able to extend their brand, that omni-channel experience. So on all levels, well, this was a good, a good day to move the industry forward a little bit and start a bit more evolution. You know, Canada's punched way above its weight yeah. in the yeah. online gaming world. Um, PokerStars was founded here in Toronto. I mean, Flutter International has a technology development center. They have about 550 people here working in the, in the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. Uh, been here for 20 years. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of uh, early pioneers in the industry came out of Canada. And this licensing model now is a real invitation for people to come back to Ontario and Canada set up their businesses and do business from here. And that's that's part of what I'm spending a lot of time talking about is the association. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker app. 
For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, Paul Burns. Now, summertime's coming up, and I know a lot of people will be traveling this summer, and Canada is an absolutely beautiful place to visit. And I just want to clear up some things. So for people who visit Canada, do you have to be physically present in the particular territory or province to place a bet online there? I mean, if you can't yeah. place a – if you're in one province, you can't place a bet with a provider in another province. Is that correct? That is correct. You must be within the boundaries of the province of Ontario to participate. And uh, you don't have to be a resident of Ontario, but you have to be present. Yeah. And uh, so looking at the, the geolocation map and things on the uh, in the early days of the 4th and 5th and mm-hmm. a lot of activity on some of the borders, okay. <laughs> particularly I'm... in the, the border between Ontario and Quebec. 
I was actually going to ask you that because at any time in the U.S. after a big betting event like the Super Bowl or March Madness, we have the uh, the stories coming out that some people who are not in the jurisdiction try to place bets in a jurisdiction there that has online gambling. I, I know it's early in the process, but has have there been issues with gamblers testing the geofencing? Um, I haven't heard anything significant, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, it, one, the technology works really well. Two, uh, the, the KYC provisions, so the, the customer sign-up provisions, um, uh, are robust um, in the sense of having to provide a piece of identification that's photographed. Um, so you got to prove you live in the province. Mm-hmm. You have to be verified. And so... Uh, it's great that the technology is is that operators are using is so robust that yeah. it makes it. I've signed up for two or three of the apps, and you know, in three four minutes, you're done. It's great, but they do ask you have to have your ID ready, and you have to mm-hmm. do those things. So it's not easy uh, at all, um, and uh, so they want to know who you are, and then obviously through geolocation, they know where you are, and it seems to be working. I haven't heard of any major issues at this point from our prayer. Everybody's really pleased. Well, let me ask you about that. All of their technologies performed to date. Okay. Well, yeah, I want to ask you about that. I mean, generally, how did the April 4th opening go? Did you hear about any problems or glitches in the system? Was everyone pleased with how everything went that day? They were. I mean, there's, uh, and there's, there was really two groups in that day because, um, operators like Bet365. Bet365 has been in the Canadian gray market for years. I would say they're the largest operator in the province um, with a very healthy market share. But they needed to transition their customers to a new platform and have them re-verify their KYC, their, their identity information. So they had to go, they, they had to move mountains. And from by and large, I, I heard pretty positive things. It wasn't an easy exercise, I'm sure, and customers don't always understand the nuances of gaming regulation or nor do they want to. So it's like, why are you making me do this? Um, You know, there was future bets that had to be canceled and reissued or cashed out. So there were a lot of customer service issues for operators who are transitioning from what was the, the gray market into the legal regulator market. Um, And that was a unique feature where Ontario didn't, didn't force people out didn't make them abandon their customers. Mm-hmm. They just said, no, if you apply and get your process going before April 4th, you'll be allowed to transition your customers. So it's been a very, for them, it's you know a process of having to move uh, customers to a compliant platform. Mm-hmm. We do their KYC information, and it's been, by and large, it's worked really well for everybody. I haven't, uh, I've heard no major complaints. Um, the one significant Impact for uh, some segment is, is a DFS player. Uh, Ontario yeah. has, doesn't have uh, liquidity at this point for beyond its borders. We, as an industry, want to see international liquidity, um, much like the UK or other jurisdictions have. Um, that's what actually people in Canada have been used to. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, liquidity was the biggest barrier, um, but DFS has also been treated as a gambling product. Mm-hmm. And so some operators, more because of liquidity and not being able to, because the definition of what's a skilled game in Canada is very different than the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that's been the biggest bump where customers have seen products they like go away. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I don't think it'll be forever. I think it's, uh, but the liquidity issue is one that's outstanding that the industry would like to see resolved. And I think even um, the government agencies would like to, to have liquidity. That was their opening position um, years ago when they started this. And, and uh, there's some uh, battles between lawyers, mm-hmm. basically, <laughs> that's, uh, that uh, still haven't been solved. Well, I, I was going to ask you about that because one of the big stories here was, you know, FanDuel was a licensed sportsbook operator in Canada, and all of a sudden now they're not offering daily fantasy sports. I'm glad you brought that up. So is that a big issue with other providers as well? It it, it has been with some. Obviously, it was with DraftKings as well mm-hmm. as they uh, prepare. and they. Um, but we've also, you know, there's some uh, – I've, I've spoken to the DFS Association, and I've spoken to – uh, some of the Canadian DFS operators that have been working in, in 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 the market, and you know, they're as pure play DFS operators. It's it's the liquidity question has really been the biggest one, mm-hmm. um, and not being able to pool uh, anymore, and and so that's uh, you know, it was the whether it's treated and regulated as a gambling product is you know that that can those issues can you know. Is it the right regulatory level? Is it the right revenue share model? Is it all of those things? Those can be discussed. The liquidity question is a strong legal question. Without it, they really can't do business. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Sure. And uh, that's one we want to see solved. So is it a forever? Maybe not. Let's hope not, but we'll see. Well, we mentioned sports betting, so I might as well start there. Who were the major operators that went live on April 4th for sports betting? So we had... Um, uh, Caesars.com went up with a website. BetMGM launched their app. Uh, FanDuel, uh, Leo Vegas, uh, PointsBet, BetRivers, uh, 365, as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Unibet, 88. So, um, and, I don't find, and the score, which is obviously wow. Toronto based sure, sure. Um, book and doing uh, uh, great work up here. Uh, Rivalry was uh, another Ontario-Toronto-based company uh, that uh, started with a specialization in esports. Um, they have a license in Australia, and now they're they're licensed here in Ontario and up and running. So it's um, uh, it's still growing. The list mm-hmm. there will be more coming. Um, so we expect um, you know the B1 Party Group is coming in with you know with Betway. Mm-hmm. We, uh, in fact, you know, DraftKings has reiterated publicly their intentions to enter the market in, 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 in short order. They're still working through the process. Um, we have another uh, Canadian-based operator called Bet99, which had been in a uh, in the gray market, and then they are transferring and transitioning to the legal regulated market. So it's uh, because they can offer uh, casino games as well, it's made it a lot more attractive to have a full online gaming suite for everybody to enter this market. And I think that's been part of the attraction. You know, I was so gonna, we've got some unique brands coming. Um, and uh, um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be exciting. I think we've still, uh, you know, there's applications in the process. And so in the coming weeks and months, we'll see more. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same-game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older, and in New Jersey, the place of bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-299-1132. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 11, 2022. Void Gaming announced that they will acquire Pala Interactive. Pala is a California gaming and software company primarily owned by the Pala Band of Mission Indians. The deal is reportedly worth $170 million. Pala is not only operating in the United States, but also recently received its Ontario gaming-related supplier manufacturer license in order to operate in Canada. Hell's Kitchen is coming to Atlantic City. Chef Gordon Ramsay will be opening up the first Hell's Kitchen on the East Coast in Caesars Atlantic City, replacing the Dusk Nightclub and Planet Hollywood on the boardwalk. The Season 21 winner of Hell's Kitchen will be named the head chef of the Atlantic City location. No exact date has been set for the opening, but reports are that it plans to open its doors this summer. 
And finally, most of us would be happy winning the lottery just once, but a Suffolk, Virginia woman won the lottery four times in about four weeks. Crystal Smith won $100 on a scratch ticket on week one, another $100 the next week, $200 on the third week, and on the fourth week, she won $100,000 on the White Ice Crossword five times game from the Virginia lottery. I've never heard of someone having a hot streak on the lottery. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The House of Cards Gaming Report is brought to you by Fubo Sportsbook. Get in the game with Fubo Sportsbook. And now new customers get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 plus a free month of Fubo TV when you sign up at fubosportsbook.com with promo code WATCH. W-A-T-C-H. That's promo code WATCH when you sign up to get your first risk-free bet up to $1,000 at Fubo Sportsbook, plus a free month of Fubo TV. Sign up, then sync up to enjoy one of the most unique and personalized sports experiences in the market today. Watch, wager, and win with Fubo Sportsbook. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-1 shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-1 shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, Paul Burns. Are there any uniquely Canadian operators? One of the great stories in the U.S. is a sports book called Tennessee Action 24-7. It's run by people from Tennessee for just the state of Tennessee. Are there any Canadian operators like that just for Canada? Yes, there's there's a couple. And, and, and one other I didn't mention. It's called North Star Bets. Oh, okay. Um, and North Star is uh, is actually a division of the Toronto Star, which is Canada's largest daily newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. And so North Star you know, will be launching in a few weeks. Um, but we have them. The score obviously is, sure. is being a homegrown Toronto-based uh, uh, organization. As I mentioned earlier, Bet Ninety Nine, Rivalry, um, uh, all have um, uh, have been. Um, uh, our local players who companies are based here and and operating so uh, will we see more i don't know mm-hmm. uh at this point but that's a good start and uh and i suspect we have uh and we also have a lot of good canadian companies in the supplier side as well so it's been uh we're a great technology center in the greater toronto area um you know with uh, the score after they were bought out by penn announced the expansion of their office. They're moving into a new 80,000 square, square foot office. They've probably hired 200 people in the last uh, year, and they're on track to hire 200 more. They've rebuilt their own tech stack. Wow. Um, you know, uh, Game Gan has a development office here. Bet Rivers has about 50 people here doing technology and development work. And that's the other side of this, is that there's great depth of technology mm-hmm. talent, and that's why some of the companies are starting to, like, to set up offices here. <laughs> Because they can get their tech work and development work done here. We have Province of Ontario has a digital tax credit for uh, wages, so you can get up really? to thirty percent of your wages back um, doing technology development work. So there's lots of great attributes and why people are sort of coming I mean, and why it's easy for companies like the Score, North Star, Bet Ninety Nine, and others uh, 
to get their operations up and running here. Now, every week in the U.S., you hear about the deals sports leagues are making with uh, sportsbook operators. Is that the case in Canada? What, what has been the sports league's reaction to the start of the sports betting in the country in terms of deals? Well, they've been very much embracing this. Um, <laughs> so the two imagine. largest, and, and, and the sports media side, because in Canada, the two largest sports networks, Sportsnet and TSN, owned by the two largest communication companies, broadcasters, mobile phone providers. So they're integrated, um, you know, digital communications companies. They also uh, have each have a third ownership in the mm-hmm. Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. Um, so it's, uh, so they have, uh, they have had a strong interest. There's partnerships you know, coming to Toronto Maple Leafs and the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, the Raptors and, uh, TFC, they haven't announced any particular partnerships yet. Everybody's kind of waiting to see where they're going to land. Um, but TSN is a larger national broadcaster partner with FanDuel this week. Um, and, you know, the Canadian Football League has, uh, has been, um, uh, uh, they have a sports book provider partnership with a company called Bet Regal, mm-hmm. uh, which is a uh, Canadian owned, uh, but been operating through the Americas. And uh, they also did a, a joint venture with uh, Genius Sports on a fan engagement package. So oh. there's, they've been they've been out very active. Uh, we have emerging Canadian Premier League here, uh, which is three or four years old. COVID kind of got in the way for mm-hmm. some of their growth, and the Canadian Elite Basketball League, um, which is a, a prof- emerging professional league, and all have been looking at uh, sports betting partnerships. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, they're thrilled. The NHL teams are uh, anxious to see how they, the Canadian Football League in particular, uh, has been a huge supporter of seeing this as they've had some, um, they lost a season to COVID, um, put them in, a, in, uh, in some financial difficulty, but they're emerging and they're really looking forward to the season, which starts for them in, in, uh, in about eight weeks. Um, what sports betting can do for them. So they're really they're really looking forward to this season. Now, there's legislation in many states in the U.S. to allow sports books in stadiums and arenas. I know Washington, D.C. already has that, and Pennsylvania just opened up a sports book in a restaurant. Do you see sports betting expanding like that in Canada, or is it even in the works right now? In Ontario, it's not. They've mm-hmm. limited it to um, Ontario's home to 28 casino properties. Um, it will be launching in the casinos only in the retail setting. Um, province of Alberta recently, um, wanted to pick two sportsbook operators, <laughs> um, <laughs> but they were offering up, um, uh, partnerships with, uh, the CFL and NHL teams in the province. So the flames and oilers, mm-hmm. um, Elks and, and Stampeders to do in stadium opportunities. Uh, I suspect Ontario is taking a very cautious approach in their look at this in terms of, you know, because it can't advertise uh, bonuses and incentives in Ontario in sure. mass market media. You can offer them, you just can't do it in your advertising. So there's, they've taken a very measured approach, and I think, you know, over time they may review that, especially for stadiums. Um, retail, licensed establishments, bars, and restaurants, they have particularly said to them no. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to okay. rebrand yourself that way. We don't want you to offer kiosks and devices. Um, so they're, they've, they've, this, right now it's, uh, the retail product would be in casinos only. 
Now, Bet Rivers and Sugarhouse announced that they are one of the first brands to receive the RG Check accreditation. What is that, and why is that important for the Canadian gaming industry? One of the things we've done you know, in Canada, probably because of the government involvement in gaming, responsible gaming has been really at the forefront of the discussion in the gaming industry in Canada for 15 years more. Uh, we have some great programs that were developed here in Canada that have been exported around the world. I mean, uh, the GameSense program used by MGM and their North American plant uh, properties um, was developed in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it's used in five provinces, and and the RG Tech model was was used as a ensuring that you've got the right policies and procedures and tools for players to have access to responsible gaming features, education, uh, design, how your marketing works, and so it's it's simply it's a, like a third party accreditation process that the uh, the province of Ontario has asked their operators to go through within the first three years to ensure that they have all the necessary responsible gaming uh, programs, policies, and features within their organizations. Um, and that was a key part for Ontario. There's, you know, in 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 the regulations in their agreements with operators, they have to, for example, put a certain percentage of advertising dollars have to go to responsible gaming. Um, programming and, and advertising, and they have to. Um, there's very specific rules around um, around advertising, around self exclusion. Uh, in the next 12 months, Ontario will introduce a universal self exclusion, which means if you self exclude at a casino, you'll be self excluded from all of the licensed online operators as well, or vice versa. Okay. So they've taken it seriously. I, the operators have embraced it. I think that they've recognized that leading with we want a, a you know we want a, a long term sustainable relationship with our customers, and and the the big piece of of that at the front end was uh, was the the prohibition on advertising um, incentives and bonuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can offer them, but they have to. You can offer them to customers once they sign up. So uh, it's. <laughs> It, that's going to be a bumpy one for a yeah, while because yeah. the affiliates are, are kind of like, what? What do you mean? We want to do this, <laughs> um, and because uh, the affiliates aren't registered or licensed in Ontario, the operators have to ensure all of their suppliers and partners adhere to the rules. Mm-hmm. The compliance programs flow out of the operators, so there's a there's going to be a few. Uh, that's going to be a bit of a learning curve, I think, in yeah, that one yeah. around those in in from you know changing past behavior of what everybody's been used to in North America. Um, but most of the operators are saying, that's great. We can compete on product and customer service, and we're going to do that. And so, um, you know, it's it, it's really designed to, they've said, listen, we want this to work. We want it to work in the long term. The industry, uh, my our membership have said, no, we're, we're with you in trying to do that. I mean, we've seen what happened, you know, in the United Kingdom. You know, advertising yeah. went unrestricted, and now they hauled it all back. Yeah. And you can't do anything. And everybody's recognized. Even broadcasters are recognizing that we can't run wall-to-wall ads <laughs> um, because, as much as they'd like to, you know, earn the revenue and do all of that, and what well, they would, mm-hmm. they recognize too that well, yeah, it may be nice in the short term, but it may not be sustainable in the long term. And so, everybody's we're having that conversation because we want to make sure um, that we build that uh, a sustainable market, mm-hmm. and that's. 
that allows people to compete and still advertise and do things. And so there's lots of um, awareness around these issues. And I think it's people have embraced them uh, as operators. They've said, hey, this is great. We don't have to. It's not a race to the biggest offer. It's not. So it's it's going to be about product. It's going to be about engaging your customer and and, uh, and for Canadians, even though we've had this access to the gray market and people have basically had unrestricted access to sports betting online, mm-hmm. uh, there's a there's a lot of people who didn't participate and there's a lot of casual bettors and sports fans mm-hmm. uh, that are out there now. And I think that's one of the things we're going to, who can capture that, who can make it attractive for the casual better? Because, hey, listen, sometimes I'll... You know, a screen full of odds can be rather daunting. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I, you, how do you how do you break that down for people? Yeah, you you know, you mentioned advertising. I I, I want to ask about that. I, I'm sitting here in New Jersey, and I have New York to the north of me, and Pennsylvania to the west of me, and I get all their television uh, programs. I get everything from New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania, and I, I'm seeing about ten TV ads of online gaming. An hour. I mean, is it like that in Canada? Certainly, you have the restrictions on on you know the promos and what you can offer. But are is it wall to wall advertising now without offering the promos? <laughs> well, you have to know Ontario shares a border with Michigan and New York. Oh yeah, okay. So we get so since <laughs> last well, last spring summer when Michigan went live, so a whole chunk of the province has been inundated with their, because we get a lot of U.S. television, a lot of sports from U.S. networks and stuff available here. Uh, So one chunk of the province has been seeing those ads for months and months and months, and New York started uh, a couple months back, and we started to say, I live in Toronto, I get Buffalo and Western New York TV, and we saw the ads start rolling in. (laughs) And uh, so we've seen it, and then we've also had... in Canada, the .NET Play for Free advertising okay. um, was legal, allowed, and so we've had a lot of advertising already, okay. even for sites that were, um, as I say, that offered Play for Free contests or, or Play for Free casino games, um, and it was, uh, so we always, we've had that, and now it's it's been being replaced um, by... Uh, um, by the, the, the legal regulated offerings. And so it's, um, we knew it was going to be more and we're really just, you know, everybody from broadcasters to advertisers and interactive advertising, um, Bureau of Canada, uh, everybody's worked together to try and make sure that it's, it's sustainable, but understands the rules. And, uh, and so we've, you know, major shift is the two weeks ago was Google, uh, was changed their policies to permit uh, Ontario licensed operators to use gaming ads on Google. Oh. So that was a big, big move that had been prohibited. Um, so, but they set down a, a series of rules of what they'll will and won't accept. And uh, so it's been, it's very, I think a really positive conversation in that regard. Mm-hmm. Stick around. We'll be right back with house of cards.
More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com, and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Attention. Here is something big banks don't want you to know about your IRA or 401k. You can store your retirement savings where you can actually see, touch, and hold it in your hands with a Paradigm Gold or Silver IRA. You can transfer a portion of your savings to physical gold and silver coin and store them where you can see them. The stock market is close to its all-time high, and your retirement might be at risk again. But you can trust Paradigm Gold Group to help. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. Paradigm Gold Group is a gold IRA leader. Rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, where gold and silver has been in the family business for over 40 years. Call for your free guide to Paradigm's Gold IRA. Protect your retirement savings today with Paradigm. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on you money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaud with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, Paul Burns. Now, as I said in the introduction, Canada has online casinos as well. Who are the operators for the online casino platforms in Canada? Well, it's as I said, everybody can offer both, right? Okay. So this is the uh, this is the uh, the best part is that uh, you come in with uh, you know. Scorebad has, uh, you know, an evolution a live dealer platform. They okay. have casino games, so um, you know it's you're going to see everything everywhere. It's a pure play casino site. Um, you know, we've seen party casino come in and, and 888 come in with unique, like strictly casino sites, and then separate sports sites. Um, Leo Vegas uh, done the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, we're going to. Um, I think a, the the leading tranche of operators are going and leading with sports and having gaming. 
mm-hmm. uh, coming in as a sort of a pure play just casino site. Um, I, I don't think we're going to uh, see too many of those right okay. now um, because it really has been a rush for the sports books. Yeah, I was curious. But about, we will. I, I, I was curious about that because something I see here in New Jersey is when I go to an online sports book is that they have an online casino link with them. I mean, some of the sports books even have a shared wallet with the online casino. Uh, is that? Do you think that's going to be something that Canada will see in the future, or is this something that maybe as time goes on, as the process builds, you might see more of that in Canada? We, the, what's going on right now is, is in one of the areas where the province of Ontario needs to work with the existing casino operators in the province is on that single wallet. That's the group that's going to be, that they've been wanting it and it hasn't come yet, even with launching. The casino sites are launching soon. Um, but the casinos want to be able to um, to have that single wallet, create that omni-channel experience for their mm-hmm. customer that they can, linking their rewards programs, doing all of those things. Um that will come for sure, and it's just a, a, we kind of wish it'd come sooner. <laughs> uh, but it, it's they're working on it, and I suspect in the in the coming weeks and months we'll see uh, casinos will be able to start to transition to that single wallet opportunity for them. Uh, I think after that, that's as probably as far as the single wallet concept is going to go in the short term. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be it's very healthy for the casino operators. Who are really using this to? You know, they want people to visit their buildings too. Yeah, and uh, and that's uh, and the same with uh, retail sports books uh, in that regard. And we'll see them probably partner with um, the, the the big name sports books in, in particular um, to uh, for the, the a few of the companies here that are local. But you know, Mohegan operates Falls View Casino, and they've got partners already. And mm-hmm. Caesars is in Windsor and uh, launched the. the the Caesars uh, Sportsbook, and, and we'll be launching the online casino portion of that. So uh, Hard Rock International operates up in Ottawa, and they'll bring their interactive side to this when it comes. So there's lots of good things coming and lots of uh, more brands and choices. Now, one thing that has excited people about Canadian gambling is now people can play online poker. Who are the online poker operators, or who do you <laughs> think will be the online poker operators in the country? Well, Canada has been a very healthy poker market yeah, yeah. for a very long time. <laughs> um, and uh, poker stars, um, you know, has been the dominant brand in Canada. Um, and uh, so um, as as a gray market uh, offering, um, I, you know, I, I'm... I'm speculating, but I'm I'm guessing that I think Canada was probably in the top, definitely in the top ten countries, maybe in the top five for poker stars in terms of players and and revenue. Um, but we have um, um, party uh, has been another um, party poker was a big offer and and poker stars and those have been the two most dominant brands in Canada um, for a long time because they they came in early. <laughs> like a decade ago, so uh, we suspect they will continue, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I don't know if others are going to really challenge that at okay. this point in time. I haven't uh, I haven't heard a lot of chatter about poker beyond those two. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how your online poker industry is set up in Canada. In the U.S., only a handful of states allow online poker, and a couple of those states joined a compact. So, you know, people in in Nevada, New Jersey, and Delaware, and probably soon Michigan can play each other because of the interstate compact. 
Do you foresee something like that in Canada where you know the different provinces will be joining some kind of agreement where they can share online poker players? Well, I, they uh, the provincial lottery corporations, which have traditionally been the operators of online gaming in their jurisdictions, um, as the uh, legal regulated option um, in the gray market, they tried to do uh, a link Canadian poker site, and it didn't work because they were competing against poker stars and, and party and companies like that who had international liquidity. Mm-hmm. So there was always this open liquidity market. This is going to be the challenge that that. When I mentioned about DFS, um, the liquidity question in Ontario is we're hoping to see resolved in the coming weeks. Um, and because as it will come out that, that as the companies are transitioning and poker stars and company and party have all applied for licenses, mm-hmm. um, the question about having to be able to maintain liquidity, um, in the market is a challenge for them. And that's why this liquidity question, which, um, it seems to be only a few government lawyers are getting in the way of, to be yeah. frank, <laughs> and interpretations uh, are keeping us from having all that happen right away. So that's why it's uh, it's an outstanding question still for the companies uh, in the long term. Um, but they want to answer. They've indicated they are. They've applied for their licenses and they've done their work. Um, but the liquidity question is going to be a big barrier for them. And, uh, and so they want it solved ASAP, as do even... Uh, the regulator uh, is, would be happy to have uh, the international liquidity. Um, it's uh, it's just a few government lawyers standing in our way at this point. Now, you mentioned the gray market a couple of times. I'm, I'm curious, what has the Canadian gaming industry's response been with regard to offshore and unlicensed <laughs> platforms? I, I, I know in the U.S. they're stressing so, that if you play on licensed sites, they're more secure, they're more reliable with deposits and withdrawals. I mean, what is the message that the Canadian gaming industry is trying to relay to potential customers out there? So the question in Canadian law was and why the gray why it's gray and not black and white because the U.S. took a few other steps around Uega and others to mm-hmm. make it a little more definitive. The wire acts, some other things. The laws are are a, a little more succinct and clear. In Canada, the question about where the criminal code because it was written forty years ago, never really been changed. When it talked about conducting managed gaming within their jurisdictions, so the question and the legal question that's unresolved. Um, is where does the bet occur? Is it in my home in Toronto or is it the server in the UK or Malta or Alabama? And nobody wanted to answer that question. No one wanted clarity <laughs> because the provinces, in my opinion, were afraid to get the answer they wouldn't like. Yeah. And that, yeah, the bet does occur offshore and they can do whatever they want because, you know, under foreign actor clause in Canadian law, we can't, can't charge people for crimes mm-hmm. beyond the borders of Canada. <laughs> and the fact yeah. that they're not even here, but the internet's an amazing thing, and it brings everything, you know brings the world to your to your computer screen. Um, no one wanted to answer the question, and there's always been a solution. It's a solution Ontario just deployed this week. Mm-hmm. And as an industry, we were saying we need to regulate online gaming because we, we prefer all gaming to be regulated. That there's a level playing field. That there's equal levels of uh, being able to offer product as well as following the same kind of rules. And that hasn't occurred. And it's, it wasn't going away. It's not going away. And so we were grateful to get Ontario to say, maybe we should do something. And they did. Mm-hmm. 
And that's great. Now that's one down, nine to go. <laughs> I guess is the best way to describe it. Well, let me ask you about um, that. Well, let me ask you about that. And they can all that. regulate it differently, but they all uh-huh. have to. But choosing to create a regulated market will solve the gray market problem. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Ontario was the big story in Canadian gaming this week. What can we expect from the other provinces in the coming weeks? I think it's going to be a case of watch and see. Mm-hmm. They want to see how Ontario performs. How are they really going to solve the gray market and? Is the illegal market going to thrive and grow? Uh, early signs are they say I think they've uh, they've probably got eighty percent of the gray market operators entering the market. Uh, so I think that uh, I think they're on a good track, mm-hmm. but I think everybody the provinces are going to wait and see, and I think that's what they want to do. Okay. And we're we're as an association, all we want to do is make sure that the provinces start a dialogue, yeah. because. Ontario's model may not be the model for British Columbia or Quebec, but you got to regulate online gaming. You have to do something, and the industry will help you, whether it's a tethered model or it's a model like New York. or Pick it. Have a conversation, but we need to do something, and that's all we're asking to do. We're not advocating for one over the other at this point. We're just saying, let's see the results. You can point to U.S. jurisdictions and states that have, have done it well, some haven't done it so well. We're going to see what Ontario does. Mm-hmm. And that's all we want to, because we said the only way you can solve this, the tool is at your disposal to deal with this in the most effective way is to create a regulated regime. Now, I know it's very early in the process, but you, have you seen any numbers in terms of players, handle, revenue from the sites that went live April 4th? I mean, I, is everyone happy in terms of the traffic to the site so far? Everybody's outward positions is they're thrilled and they're happy and they're moving forward. <laughs> The interesting part of this is that because of the government involvement in gaming in Canada and ownership in many ways, mm-hmm. we don't have a culture of disclosing monthly performance. Okay. So we're all waiting to see actually what they're <laughs> going to start releasing. So it's going to be an exciting time because uh, they will be releasing data, um, but they haven't, they're just trying to, I think, determine what that will be and how frequently. So we all hang on, waited to see what, uh, what comes, but that's um, this is new territory for mm-hmm. uh, this kind of regulated market. So we're hopeful. We're looking forward <laughs> to seeing some numbers in the coming days or weeks. We don't know when, but they said they will be. So we're it'll be fun to see, and we'll be able to measure Ontario's success as as we go forward. Well, when they come out, you're going to have to come back on and fill us in because I'm very (laughs) curious to see what's going to happen in Canada. But but we're running out of time, but do you have a website or a social media address so people can keep up to date about what's going on with the Canadian Gaming Association and the whole gambling industry in Canada? Yeah, we're at CanadianGaming.ca and at Canadian Gaming um, CDN is the short form for at uh, CDN Gaming for Twitter. And... uh, yeah, we're, um, and you can always find me, Paul Burns, on LinkedIn. So there's always lots of, uh, um, happy to talk to, to folks and, uh, we look forward to, uh, a successful Ontario market. I and mean, we're out to, well, there's a good story to tell up here from <laughs> our growing gaming industry. And so we're actively doing that. And, uh, I think that, uh, the big winner though, I think in, with the, the launch in April 4th of the Ontario market mm-hmm. was the consumer. They're going to have a lot more choice, and it's going to be great for them. 
Paul Burns, President and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association. Thanks so much for coming on and telling us about what's going on in the gambling industry in Canada. It's an absolutely incredible market doing amazing things in every aspect of the gambling industry. Like I said, please come back on and keep us updated about Canada's growth and an, an incredible gaming scene. We're happy to do that. So we'll, uh, when we have some numbers to talk about, I'll come back because we're, we're anxiously waiting to see when the government decides to release them. So We'd love to hear about it. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll talk to you later on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.